Hi, good day and welcome to About Patterson, a podcast about the past, present, and future of our hometown, Patterson, New Jersey. As all Pattersonians know, Patterson was founded by our first Secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, in 1791. Hamilton's vision for Patterson was as America's first planned industrial city, but even Hamilton couldn't have seen what Patterson would become. Patterson led the Industrial Revolution where Sam Colt manufactured his first revolvers, John Ryle manufactured America's first silk, Thomas Rogers built the first American locomotives, and John Holland tested the world's first modern submarine. But Patterson isn't just about the Industrial Revolution, it's about us, the people of Patterson. It's about our parents, our grandparents, and our great-grandparents who came to America and settled in Patterson for a better life. We all know Patterson today isn't the Patterson we grew up in, but something is happening that no one saw coming. After decades of decline, a miracle happened. Two Pattersonians, former Mayor Bill Pascrell in the House of Representatives and Frank Lautenberg in the United States Senate, passed a bill that was signed by President Barack Obama, making our Great Falls District a national park, and in my view, changed Patterson's future for the better. This is a podcast about Patterson, the historic Patterson we learned about, the Patterson we grew up in, and the Patterson that, in my opinion, is emerging from the ashes. So thanks so much for joining me today. Welcome to this week's podcast. It's a curious thing how this podcast about Susan Contest came about. My wife and I were talking about nothing in particular when I mentioned an upcoming podcast. Out of the blue, she asked if there were any notable women I could do a podcast about. Of course, in the times many of these podcasts are about, back in the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries, most women either stayed home with their children or were working in the mills of Patterson. Off the top of my head, I could only think of three notable Patterson women. Second Lady Jenny Hobart, wife of the Vice President, Mary Danforth Ryle, who donated the money to build the public library on Broadway, and Susan Contessi, a newspaper woman at a time when women could only be typesetters in the news business. I chose the least known among the three for this podcast. Susan Contessi, who was also known among her co-workers at the Patterson Morning Call as Aunt Sue. I probably would have never heard about her. If it wasn't for the booklet written by Howard Lanza, titled Gateway to the Past, A Guide to Cedar Lawn Cemetery, I got my copy years ago at Lambert Castle. I don't know if it's still available, but if it's not, it should be. Mr. Lanza included Miss Contessi in his booklet. On January 13, 1943, the Morning Call reported in a headline, that Miss Contessi is, is ill at home in Canada. Two years before, after 66 years in the news business in Patterson, Miss Contessi retired to live with her niece. Three days later, the Patterson Evening News reported, Susan Contessi, Dean of U.S. Newspaper Women, dies at 83. To say Susan Contessi was an important figure in Patterson, New Jersey, would be an understatement. As the newspaper said, Susan Contessi spent 66 years in the Patterson newspaper business and was so widely known and respected that she was thought of as the dean of U.S. newspapers. Her death was even reported in the New York Times.
Susan Contessi was born in Little Falls, New Jersey, on February 26, 1859, the daughter of George and Mary Contessi. George Contessi migrated to this country in 1824 and kept a supply store on the Morris Canal. When French General Lafayette returned to the United States in 1824, Susan Contessi's father, George, acted as translator for the French general and also made arrangements for the general's entertainment. Most Patterson history buffs know about the picnic at the Great Falls where General Lafayette, George Washington, and Alexander Hamilton stopped for a brief lunch during the Revolutionary War. George moved his family to Patterson in 1867 and was one of the first French settlers in the city. The family settled on a property on Mill Street, purchased from the Society of Useful Manufacturers. Miss Contessi went to elementary school number three and graduated from Patterson High School in 1875. Among her classmates was Nicholas Murray Butler, future president of the Columbia University. After high school, Contessi attended the Patterson Normal School with the intention of becoming a schoolteacher. Unfortunately, at just 16 years of age, at when she graduated, she was too young, and instead of becoming a teacher, entered the news business as a typesetter at the Patterson Daily Garden. In an article published in 1935, Miss Contessi explained, I never intended to labor outside the public schools, for I had been trained as a teacher. But the school law stated that I was two years too young, so I took advantage of the opportunity afforded me to join the force of the Guardian newspaper. It didn't take long for Susan Contessi to be promoted to proofreader. Then in 1870, Contessi was pro- promoted to become the only woman on the editorial staff of any Patterson newspaper. Her heard and seen column came about when one day she was out on the streets of Patterson when she came across the pathetic scene of a woman in mourning clothes playing the violin for pennies. She went back to her office and wrote a story about the woman. Her editors liked it so much that they suggested a regular column, calling it Heard and Seen. Miss Contessi was active in church activities since she was a young girl, as a member of the First, Second, and Third Presbyterian Church. In 1915, when the Guardian merged with the press, Miss Contessi was asked to cover the religious news and features of civic interest for the Press Guardian. When the Press Guardian closed their doors on July 3, 1930, her heard and seen column had become so famous that the very next day, Miss Contessi's column appeared for the first time in the Patterson Morning Call. One story Susan Contessi used to tell often was when she was still working at the Press Guardian. As the vice president lay dying of heart failure at his home on Carroll Street, she, along with several other women, were assigned the task of typesetting the vice president's obituary. When they finished the plates, they were set aside until needed. One night, the night watchman knocked the plates over, spewing the type across the floor. As the vice president's condition worsened, The women were called in at 2.30 a.m. to reset the type. Hobart passed away and they had the type ready just in time for the morning paper. 
On September 30, 1935, Miss Contessi was honored for her 60-plus years as a newspaper writer. The article said, Susan Contessi, who was reporting local current events when your father's father digested the news. The celebration was held at the All Men's Hamilton Club by her associates at the morning call. They called it a grand affair for a grand person. Although the number of guests was limited, many of Patterson's who's who were there. Dr. Nicholas Murray Butler, Governor Hoffman, Congressman Seeger, and many others. She also received a letter of congratulations from President Franklin D. Roosevelt. Former Senator and Associate Editor of the Morning Call, Henry A. Williams said, This is an occasion unique in American journalism. It is unique in the history of womankind. It marks 60 years of continued, faithful, untiring service to humanity in one of the most arduous of professions. With never an ignoble thought of self, but only the higher and nobler thought of uplifting and enriching the spirits of her fellow men. Fortunate is the profession. Fortunate is the city of Patterson. Fortunate is the morning call that we can call Susan Contessi one of our own. And fortunate is each one of us tonight in having this rare privilege of honoring the Dean of American Women Journalists here in our midst. In 1941, Susan Contessi retired from her lifelong job as a writer for Patterson's newspapers. She once said she spent 60-plus years in newspapers by simply walking around the block to join the next newspaper. She left Patterson for Ottawa, Canada to live with her niece, Mrs. Sally Coombs. On February 26th, she celebrated her 83rd birthday in Ottawa. On January 13, 1943, the morning call reported that Mrs. Contessi is ill at home in Canada. Three days later, the Patterson Evening News reported Susan Contessi, dean of U.S. newspaper women, dies at 83. The newspapers reported that her body would be, to re be returned to Patterson and services would be held at the Church of the Messiah. Burial will take place at Cedar Lawn Cemetery. Honorary pallbearers would be Nicholas Mary Butler, president of Columbia University, friend George Burke, her personal physician and friend Dr. Anthony, Andrew, Andrew F. McBride, Abe Green from the Patterson Evening News, associate editor, and John J. Sweeney, associate editor of The Morning Call. Former Senator and Secretary of the Board of Directors at The Morning Call, Henry A. Williams wrote, When Miss Susan Contessi, whom all of us knew as Aunt Sue, joined our Morning Call family many years ago, we were proud indeed to have her associated with us on the editorial staff. For never have we known a more lovable, devout, kindly and humane character to march across the stage of American life. On behalf of the directors of the call, I can say that we truly lament her passing into the great beyond, for we all came to look up to her as the mother of the fourth estate, and her passing from this mortal stage has been to all of us a loss almost as keen as would be the loss of a devoted mother to a son. At the celebration of her 50th year as a newspaper woman, Miss Contessi said, 
Life in the newspaper office cannot be described. It must be lived to be understood. It is a school where practical education, the touch of human life, and the desire to do good in the community is filled with opportunities. Miss Contessie's body was carried to Cedar Lawn Cemetery where she was laid to rest among Patterson's immortals, Garrett A. Hobart, John Ryle, Kathleen Lambert, and her friend, Nicholas Murray Butler. Her modest gravestone said, Susan Contessi, originator and writer of the column Heard and Seen, in The Guardian, Press Guardian, and The Call for 63 years, a newspaper woman, born 1859, died 1943. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast about one of Patterson's forgotten women. Next week, we'll get back to Reuben Carter and John Artis and the Lafayette Grill murders. We'll also examine who lead detective Vincent D. Simone was as a man and as a detective, as well as who was Reuben Hurricane Carter. Thanks for joining me today. See you next week.